You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reflects the defense by the walking out. Durant fires. And hits! With the shot clock running down, he hits from downtown. Four-point lead for the Knicks. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Giglio, Joe Ostrowski with you after a crazy night in the NBA. Uh, We got a lot to get to in this show. Jimmy Patso is coming up in a little bit to talk some NBA. Vince Gubel later on. Ryan Spader on on some very interesting uh, baseball thoughts by him and what he he feels he knows and wants to share with us. So we'll get to all that, but we got to get to line them up right now as we, uh, we set up tonight here, Joe, in the NBA, the Nets at the Bucks, game six of this series elimination for the Bucks back at home. And really we got to find out if, if we get a, a different Giannis tonight with his back against the wall. You don't want to talk about LaMelo winning the rookie of the year? Did anybody even notice that happened? I don't think so. We got a sports betting show. I was talking about the flows with that, and Edwards is a favorite. Now LaMelo might return. He's a favorite. He ends up winning. Nobody noticed. That's how that's how crazy the association is right now. Are we having a repeat of what we saw yesterday as the line continued to climb with Utah at home? We've got Milwaukee at home. It opened at three and a half. We're unsure on the status. Like They, they say... Um, the Brooklyn Nets that, okay, Kyrie's out and Harden, I guess he's good to go, but what sort of a Harden are you going to see? Are you going to, uh, are they going to be willing to sit some guys in the fourth quarter if the Bucks come out guns a blaze? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, um, I'm not sure if they're going to, they're going to go all out here. The question is, how is Milwaukee going to come out of the gates? And th- when you have the desperate team, this has been uh, the NBA playoff angle that a lot of people have played to some success this season is you take the team at home down in the series in the first quarter or the first half, and you can find Milwaukee as uh, short as minus one and a half for the first quarter and minus two and a half in the first half. Is that is that what you're expecting, Joji, um, the Bucks to come out strong and a, and a got to have a game? Yeah, I think I think they'll shoot well back at home, and and really just fo- follow the series as it's gone. I mean, it, it, you you mentioned earlier, Joe, uh, it's a little bit kind of chalky the NBA playoffs uh, for the most part. But think about this series: the Nets win the first two games in Brooklyn, it moves back to Milwaukee. Milwaukee wins two games. Everyone says, "Oh my goodness, they're the favorite now." Kyrie is hurt. We go back to Brooklyn for Game Five. The Nets hold serve in home court. You know, th- you know what this feels like, and and sometimes you get a feel during a series. This feels like a seven game series. It's it's a ma- tonight is a matter of. Do the Bucks blow the doors off them? And, and I think you bring up a good point that the Nets could call off the dogs a little bit. If they're down, if this is a 10-point game, 15-point game in the third quarter, are they going to play James Harden 
you know, 40 minutes tonight? Or are they going to say, listen, James, sit down, get that hamstring as close to as good as we can for, for game seven. Um, I think that that's really to, to the ebb and flow of this game is it tonight. Because if if the Bucks get going early, it feels like the Bucks are going to be a good play to finish off and, and, and cover. You know, I've seen it as, as high as six, five and a half, but it could climb, as you said. It also feels like if you're going to get the good Chris Middleton, the one we've seen at home throughout much of the playoffs, who's making his uh, outside shots, then they're going to win the game. Like he's quietly been the key as the second leading scorer in the Bucks. where we pay so much attention to Giannis. Uh, on the net side, I, I don't know how you help, but look at, okay, Durant. You don't expect a repeat of 49, 17, and 10, but can he be Superman again? Something you would likely need to pull off the road upset and just one day of rest. He played all 48 minutes. Harden hobbled, played 45 of 48 minutes. Ineffective, but he was but he was on the court. Is he going to be on the court for that long? He was 0 for 8 on three-pointers. Is he going to be sitting outside once again? Jeff Green. They put the player prop at 13 and a half. He pours in 27. They needed every bit of that to take down the Bucks the other night. So a lot of these things, I don't know that they're going to be repeatable on the road in the next game. Yeah, I don't think they're, especially the Green thing. I mean, that was that was a throwback, Jeff. I mean, that, I haven't seen Jeff Green play like that in a long time. There, I was seeing people were uh, putting out the photos of uh, Durant and Green with the Sonics. Like, we're, we're talking way back in the day, Jeff Green. I don't think that happens again. And, and you look at the series, the Nets are the favorites pretty significantly right now. And it's just interesting because if they lose game six, you might be able to get a better number for a toss-up game in game seven for them to win, win the game, win the series. But you look at it right now, it's it's, it's pretty significant. It's, it's, I mean, the, the injuries haven't gone away. You know, I, Kyrie's not playing and Harden mm-hmm. is still banged up. And you're paying pretty hefty price for the Nets right now if you want to take them. Yeah, you have two chances to get one game. Right. That's all you need. That That's why you have them as uh, minus 220 uh, series favorites here. I like the Bucks to win the game, covering. I, I would lean that way that they that they would cover the point spread, but I'm looking at playing the Bucks early, first quarter, first half, uh, minus one and a half, minus two and a half. I think that's the uh, angle here. Yeah, and I like Giannis tonight to, to put up big numbers. You know, his legacy is going to be on the line in a game seven. You know, a, a game six could kind of calm everyone down, but it feels like Giannis bounced back tonight. He did put up big numbers uh, in game five. It wasn't like he was invisible. He just didn't do enough down the stretch. It, it feels like a night at home that Giannis has a good game tonight. And, and I, I would think the over for Giannis's points tonight is, is the way to play it. Woo, woo, keeps rising. We are up to as high as 34 and a half points. That's big. At some places. Durant, 36 and a half. That's if a you lot have to, to ask. That's a if lot you have to, to go under on one of them, which guy? I'd go under uh, on Durant. Uh, I mean, to go over, it's just, it, it doesn't it feel crazy to go over 36 and a half? I, I, it's just, it's it's hard to say that out loud. Like, you know what? I'm pretty confident this guy's going to have at least 37 points tonight. It's a lot on the road. Could, could easily have a blowout factor yep. this evening. And maybe that's how you look at some of the unders. Uh, what about James Harden? See, I, I'm not used to this. When you see Harden uh, numbers at 15 and a half points, six and a half rebounds, and eight and a half assists. Yeah, those don't look like James Harden numbers. Those, no. those look like first half James Harden numbers when he first got <laughs> to the Nets. My instinct would be over on the points. I, I, I just have to imagine he's more engaged and he tries to score more. Now, the idea we're, we're discussing of if this is a blowout, he doesn't play all the minutes. That could certainly impact some numbers like his assists, his rebounds. But I, 
I think he's going to get the points. It, it feels like he's going to hit okay. some shots tonight. Yeah. Or, or is he going to play the role of facilitator? Is he going to sit on the outside like he was the other night? I can't imagine that he's much healthier uh, 48 hours later after playing 45 or 48 minutes. I, I think that's that's the tough part to me. There are a few different angles. Okay, Jeff Green. We, we sat – Jeff Green, forget about the 27. He's not doing that again. He's not going to hit every shot. Okay, but would you be willing to go under 13 and a half? You expect the usage to be there. He's going to get the looks um, without Kyrie out there. But uh, would you would you be willing to go under 13 and a half? I'd go under 13 and a half. NB, I always think NBA role players, that's what Jeff Green is at this point in his career, mm-hmm. on the road in the playoffs, they just don't shoot as well. It's, it's, it's amazing how it's like year to year, it doesn't matter who it is, where it is, they just don't shoot as well on the road in the playoffs. And I would think tonight would be a difficult night for Jeff Green to go over that. I'll go under. I mean, I think he's around 10. I don't think it's like he scores five points. But I would go under Jeff Green. But I want to go over Middleton. But they put it at 24 and a half. That's a little bit high for me. But I could see him having a, a big game tonight. I like the Bucks early in the game. I don't know about laying five and a half, laying six for the Milwaukee Bucks against Kevin Durant. I don't want to get caught up in that situation. But uh, but yeah, I'll be playing the Bucks early in the game. Yeah, the Bucks early. I like that play. And um, and really, you know, this is one of those games where I don't do it live often. But you, I think you get a feel live in a game tonight how this game yep. is going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you could. Are are the are the Nets going all out? Are they going to try to end it tonight? Can James Harden move? Like, yeah, is he running? They're going to take a pass. I I thought it was a legitimate conversation yesterday, and it sounds like Harden's going to be out there. Is are you willing to sit Harden? Do you want to sit Harden and get the best of him in Game Seven at home? And I don't want to say pass on this game, but uh, if you have to, you have to. Yeah, you know what Harden reminds me of right now? Maybe it's kind of the way he's built. It's like an NFL running back with a hamstring injury. It's like, all right, how many carries can you get? How good could he be? And then if you sit him, if you rest him, maybe the next game he explodes and he's himself again. I I don't think it's a crazy idea. I don't think they're going to do it. No. Um, But, you know, to the point of if this game is getting away from them, there's no reason for Steve Nash to put James Harden on the court if they're down – whatever the amount that, that they think is the game's kind of over, you know, 15 or 20 at some point in the second half, sit him down. It's just, it's counterproductive. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's take a look at the updated NBA title odds, and the Nets are the favorite at plus 150 at points bet. Second favorite, the Suns, they've already advanced. They're down to plus 240. Then there's a bit of a drop to Utah and Milwaukee. Seven teams left, Joe. And good luck trying to figure this out. We don't know what's going to happen from day to day. It's just at a point. I threw my hands up last night after the Sixers game because I was willing to say, okay, the only team that's still alive that I don't think really has much of a chance to win the title is the Atlanta Hawks. And I mean, come on. They are one game away from moving on to the conference semis here. Uh, Conference finals, rather. 
Is there a team you're willing to put a line through and say, there's no way they are winning the NBA title this year? The long shot is Atlanta at 20 to one. And then uh, we've got Philadelphia 12 to one. Yeah, I would say if, and, and I know, you know, Paul George did a great job last night. If Kawhi Leonard is out, there's no way the Clippers are raising the trophy. You know, they might win some right. more games that they, they could knock out Utah. I just can't see them raising the trophy. So they've big, they've, I, I've moved them to Hawksville where I can't actually see them raising the trophy up. That'd be difficult. But Joe, it's amazing because right now, if not, for, if the Nets injuries weren't as murky as they are, they'd be the over, they're the favorites right now anyway, but they'd be overwhelming mm-hmm. favorites. This would feel like a waste of time for the next three and a half weeks. It would feel like the Nets are going to win this. Who cares what happens? And, and their injury situation has left this thing to where, you could feel like the Suns are going to win it, or you could feel like the Jazz, if they can come back, can win this. Like it, it's open because of the Nets injury situation. Milwaukee could come back and win this series, and and if that happens, it could be Atlanta, Milwaukee. Is it insane to say that the Hawks could take out the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals? It's not. And I don't want to put this on Atlanta because I don't think they're as good already. But there's an element to Atlanta with Trey Young leading the way. It reminds me of the Warriors five or six years ago where it's like, I don't they're not ready. Right. Steph Curry, they're going to do this with jump shooters. But then they just kept winning and they kept knocking everybody out. It was like maybe they are ready. So I don't think so. But if they play the Bucs, I mean, it's it's, it's Giannis who never can get over the top against the Hawks. Someone have to go to the finals. <laughs> Boy, I don't think the NBA wants that one. No, no. Atlanta, <laughs> Milwaukee? No, they don't want yeah. that. Yeah, they, Atlanta in the NBA finals going up against Phoenix. Yeah, I don't think that would excite Or Atlanta, a lot of Utah. People. Could you imagine the ratings yeah. for Atlanta, Utah in the, in the middle of July? The third and fourth favorites right now are two teams that are trailing in the series. The third third favorite is Utah. They're 6 to 1 over at points bet and uh the fourth favorite Milwaukee Bucks at 7 to 1. Third down 3-2. The odds agree with what you just said about Kawhi Leonard. I think everyone agrees. Sometimes when you have a big injury to a star player in any sport, the team can rally around the injury for one game. But now when you're talking about doing it multiple times um, to take down the Jazz, and we expect a better Donovan Mitchell moving forward if there are two more games left, maybe they can survive this and get to the conference finals. But to then take out two more teams, I don't see it from the Clippers as long as Kawhi's on the sideline. Yeah, and you look at where the Sixers are right now, and and there's good reason. Down down 3-2 and totally untrustworthy. It is... Like if, if you do still have any belief in the in the Sixers, there's probably some value there right now. They're the number one seed. They will have a game seven at home if they can somehow come back and win game six. They will have home court against a banged up Nets team or the Bucks. And the number one seed in the West might go out. There is some value there. I cannot put my money on it because I I, I just don't feel it with the Sixers. I don't I don't believe in them. But they have Joel Embiid. And they have home court if they can get through this. They're, they're, I think there's some value there, considering how fall the number there's fallen so far. Okay, so for this series alone, we mentioned Atlanta is the favorite, but if you go to the conference and title futures, the Philadelphia odds are shorter than Atlanta. Philadelphia for the conference is five to one, and then Atlanta is seven to one. Do you agree with that? Because do the Sixers have the higher ceiling in the end just because of the star power of Embiid? I think they do, but I, I think yeah. the, the reality of the odds are you can't trust them. You just, you, you can't, it makes sense. Like logically you say, yeah, I get it. But then you watch them and you're like, Ben Simmons can't shoot. Get them out of here. There's no way.
Is the only team we can trust in the NBA the Phoenix Suns right now? I think so. And that, that's <laughs> assuming that, that Chris Paul is going to get himself back on the court. Even that's murky. Oh. Oh, geez. That's Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. We'll continue the NBA playoff conversation with Odyssey NBA insider Jimmy Patsos. Uh, coming up next, you're locked in on BetQL Daily from BetQL.